Welcome to the Retirement Guide Podcast. I'm your host, George Jameson, owner of Capital Wealth Group, a flat fee-only advisory firm. Whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, join me each week as we explore the world of retirement planning and equip you with the knowledge and tools you need for a successful retirement. So let's get started. Today, we're breaking down the ins and outs of Roth IRAs, also called Roth Individual Retirement Accounts. We're going to start with the basics of Roths, talk about backdoor Roth contributions, and Roth conversions. And then we'll explore several reasons why you may, and several reasons why you may not, want to do Roth conversions in retirement. So the basics of Roth IRAs. Roth IRAs, in general, are great retirement savings accounts. They are funded with after-tax dollars, but the investments grow tax-free. And in general, assuming you're age 59 and over, the withdrawals are also completely tax-free. In addition, Roths don't have required minimum distributions, also called RMDs, which gives you more control over your taxable income during retirement. So who can contribute to a Roth IRA? Basically, anyone with earned income can now contribute to a Roth IRA. However, if your modified adjusted gross income, also called MAGI, equals or exceeds 138000 if you're single, or 218000 if you're married filing jointly. You cannot contribute directly to a Roth IRA. But there is a workaround. If you don't have any assets in traditional IRAs, for example, if all of your pre-tax assets are in 401ks or 403bs, or if you roll over all of your IRA assets to a 401k, there is a loophole called a backdoor Roth IRA contribution. So how do you do a backdoor Roth IRA contribution? Well, it's quite easy. First, open a Roth IRA and then open a traditional IRA at a custodian like a Schwab or Fidelity and then contribute after-tax money to your new traditional IRA first and then immediately transfer the after-tax money in your traditional IRA to your new Roth IRA. And that's basically all you have to do. But you also need to report this on your tax return. You should receive two 5498s, and a 1099-R. And then you must also file Form 8606. This reports to the IRS that the traditional IRA contribution you made was not a deductible contribution, and the conversion from your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA is not a taxable event. Please check with your CPA or tax advisor to make sure you follow the proper steps and that you report it correctly to the IRS. The max Roth IRA contributions for 2023 is $6,500 or $7,500 if you're age 50 or above. So next, we're going to talk about Roth conversions. But first, don't get Roth contributions and backdoor Roth contributions confused with Roth conversions. So what is a Roth conversion? A Roth conversion is where you take pre-tax IRA or 401k funds and convert them into Roth IRA, after-tax funds. You must pay income tax on any converted funds in the year of the conversion. So, if you decide to do a Roth conversion, it's obviously best to do it when you have a relatively low tax bracket. There is no limit on the amount you can convert and all the gains on the funds going forward will never be taxed. Now let's look at several reasons why you may want to do Roth conversions. 
Number one, you believe your tax bracket will be higher in retirement, especially when RMDs kick in. In most cases, it's not easy to change your tax bracket while you're working. But with careful planning, there is a specific time frame that opens up after you retire and before Social Security and required minimum distributions kick in. During this period, you might have a chance to lower your tax bracket and consider a Roth IRA conversion. If you have been preparing for this scenario by setting up an after-tax investment account, you can tap into it at the start of your retirement before you begin receiving Social Security benefits or RMDs kick in. By using the funds from your after-tax account to cover your living expenses for the initial years of retirement, you can keep your taxable income low. This presents an ideal opportunity to consider Roth IRA conversions. And number two, Roth IRAs have no required minimum distributions. RMDs are now mandatory at age 73 from traditional IRAs and 401ks if you're no longer working. Even if the funds are not needed, they must be withdrawn and will be taxed. This may push you into a higher tax bracket, especially if you have larger IRAs and 401ks. If the IRA is not needed for retirement expenses, you may assume that waiting to make withdrawals is the best strategy, since it delays any taxes that are due. However, this may also result in higher RMDs and therefore higher taxes due. Roth IRAs do not have RMDs, which protects against these potential pitfalls. And number three, tax diversification with a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA can be beneficial for tax diversification. That way, you can look at your tax position each year and determine which account would be best to withdraw money from if needed. For instance, there are extra charges added to Medicare premiums when income exceeds certain levels. If you find your taxable income nearing one of these levels, yet you still need money to meet the expenses, pulling the money from a Roth IRA could be a solution. You'll receive your funds, meet your expenses, and avoid the higher Medicare premiums. Another common situation that is impacted by income levels is tax due on Social Security income. As your taxable income increases above certain limits, more of your Social Security becomes subject to tax, up to 85%. Large IRA withdrawals could also result in your income reaching a level where you are impacted by the 3.8% Medicare surtax on investment income. For joint filers, the AGI threshold is 250000 and I believe it's 200000 for single. Tax diversification is a solution to these problems. By having the Roth IRA, you could avoid crossing the thresholds where these other taxes start. And number four, estate planning. Roth IRA income is not taxable for your beneficiaries. If you want to maximize your estate for your heirs, Roth conversions can make sense. Non-spousal beneficiaries now must liquidate your entire traditional IRA and 401k within 10 years of death. With less of a window, these larger withdrawals increase the odds of pushing beneficiaries into higher tax brackets. While Roth IRA would still need to be withdrawn in 10 years, the income is not taxable to your beneficiaries. And number five, the market is down. When the stock market is down, it may be a good time to do a Roth conversion. You will be able to convert more shares at the lower price 
and had the potential future gain to be tax-free, as it will now be in the Roth IRA. In addition, you can also identify which shares you want to convert if you're doing a partial conversion, selecting the stocks or funds that you think had the most growth potential. As you can see, there are many reasons to consider Roth conversions. One important rule to note, though, is that each conversion has its own five-year window where you cannot withdraw those funds without a 10% penalty. But if the funds are not needed, the benefits of a conversion can be appealing. Now, several reasons why you may not want to do a Roth conversion. Number one, lower future tax bracket. Of course, if your tax bracket will be lower in the future, it probably does not make sense to do a conversion. If you have relatively small IRAs and 401k accounts, then your RMDs may not increase your tax enough to justify Roth conversions. And number two, limited after-tax funds. If you lack sufficient after-tax savings to maintain a low tax bracket at the start of your retirement while performing the conversions, it may not make sense. Also, in general, you will want to pay the taxes on the conversions with cash or after-tax funds. If you don't have enough after-tax savings to pay the taxes and live on, it may not make sense. And number three, qualified charitable distributions, also called QCDs. You can start QCDs at age 70 and a half. QCDs allows you to gift $100,000 per year and pay zero taxes. If you plan to do QCDs and gift your RMDs to charity, your tax bracket will most likely not go up due to RMDs. So doing Roth conversions may not make sense for you. And number four, healthcare subsidies. Some retirees rely on healthcare subsidies tied to their income levels, especially at the beginning of retirement before they are eligible for Medicare. Converting to a Roth could artificially inflate your income for the year, potentially impacting your eligibility for these valuable subsidies. The decision whether to convert to a Roth IRA or not, and how much to convert is not always easy. We use sophisticated retirement planning software to determine what the potential tax savings may be. However, even with using planning software, you have to be careful with the assumptions you use. If you are too optimistic regarding the growth of your Roth, the tax savings may be exaggerated. Overall, converting to a Roth IRA might give you greater flexibility in managing RMDs and can potentially cut your tax bill in retirement. But trying to figure out if you should do a conversion, and if so, how much you should convert can be complex. You can do it on your own, but it may be worthwhile to at least consult a qualified financial planner or CPA before you make the move. That wraps it up for today. And next week, I'm going to talk about how advisors are paid. So stay tuned and subscribe. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Retirement Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help others discover the show. For questions, ideas, or discuss your retirement plan, reach out to me, George Jameson, at Capital Wealth Group. Visit our website at capitalwealthplan.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more insightful retirement planning in future episodes. And now for the disclaimer. The information discussed in this podcast is for general explanations and education only. It is not tax, legal, or investment advice. Before considering acting on any information heard here, first consult with your tax, legal, or investment advisor. Thank you, and have a great day. 